Stephanie and Haley Painter always knew they wanted to come back to the family dairy after graduating college. Now with their organic skier yogurt and stores, they're sharing the story of their family farm with the community. Hi there, and welcome to the Young Farmer Podcast. I'm Chris Torres, your host. Stephanie and Haley Painter are the faces behind Painterland Sisters Yogurt, an Icelandic skier yogurt that they developed from their family farm's milk over several years. They had a soft lunch this past spring, but last month was the official launch, as their product is now being sold across the state at giant food stores in Pennsylvania. I asked them about what inspired them to make yogurt, the challenges they had in getting it to market, and the importance of telling their farm story to the world. Okay, so we have Stephanie and Haley Painter. Hi, ladies. How are you? Good. Good. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Um, It's been a long time coming. I've been wanting you as guests on this podcast for a while, so we finally have you on. So it's it's nice to nice to hear from you. And it's been a very, from what I understand, it's been a very busy spring and summer, hasn't it? Yes, it has. And yes, we're very excited to be on, and um, glad that. We are finally, finally meeting and finally can can talk through some of this stuff. We're, we're just excited. Yeah, we launched in March of this year, our soft launch, and our official launch has been this month in July. So it has been a crazy wild ride. <laughs> so that was Stephanie there speaking. Um, either one of you can either one of you can jump in here, and I just wanted to ask you, um, just for people that don't know, you actually market an organic. Let's see, you you market an organic type of yogurt. Tell me about the about the yogurt that you actually market. The yogurt is Icelandic style skier yogurt. It is very thick and creamy. Stephanie likes to say it's extra creamy, defiantly dreamy yogurt. It's um. It's similar to Greek yogurt as it's full of protein. It's very thick in consistency. Um, where it differs is it's um, lower in sugar and it's got Icelandic style cultures that actually help turn the milk into yogurt. And so that is that's the base of our skier yogurt. Okay, interesting. Yeah. We have a this is Stephanie speaking, and we have a couple of different attributes for the yogurts. We have six percent milk fat. So that also helps make it even more creamy. Um, And then we have 16 grams of protein in the fruited and 18 grams of protein in the plain. We have uh, about, well, we have five Simply Yummy flavors, meadow berry, blueberry lemon, vanilla bean, strawberry, and plain. It is also lactose-free and contains billions of probiotics. You're making me hungry just just describing that. <laughs> it is delicious. So um, so where are you selling this yogurt? So we actually just launched this month into Giant, and we're super excited uh, to get the product out there on this level on this scale. Um, in March, we started with John F. Martin as our distributor, and they sell it throughout. Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York, um, and I think in Maryland and maybe Northern Virginia as well. But you can go on our website and put your zip code in and find a store near you. Um, But we are selling to Kimberton Whole Foods, Moms Organics. We are working with a local distributor, Delivered Fresh. Um, 
so that we can provide our yoga to our local community in northern Pennsylvania as well. Um, yeah, we're we're really rocking and rolling. We have some great great leads in the works right now, and we'll be we'll be uh, launching in well, basically national very soon. And we're also in um, the market districts in Pittsburgh area, Ohio area, and a fun home delivery service in Finger Lakes, New York for all the uh, tourist people around there. If they want to check out some small local mom and pops and um, just different local areas in Finger Lakes. Oh, yes. That's um, Giant Eagle in Pittsburgh area. The market district are some of their um, like specialty stores. Really sure. cool store to be into. We're excited. Sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah, so you have a lot going on right now. Can you tell me a little bit about the journey of this, you know, of this product that that you that you essentially started? Tell me about where this journey started for you two. Yeah, well, it started basically since we were born. <laughs> we were born, uh, you know, in northern Pennsylvania on our family's fourth generation organic dairy farm. Uh, we've always known since we were little girls running around barefoot that we would come back to the farm someday after we graduated college and traveled that um, we'd come back to the farm and figure out how we can put our own spin on what our family has you know, been creating for generations. And we wanted to sustain the family farm and to you know just bring new ideas to it. So this has all been... Um, coming for a long time anyways we told we told my dad our dad when i turned i said dad when i turned 18 i'll come back and we'll get something started well i'm 28 march 4th and we launched the beginning of march so that's pretty crazy it was like 10 years to the day now there was a lot of planning involved years before the actual launch date but it's pretty exciting to see it come back full circle um haley do you want to kind of start how we really decided on on yogurt as our value-added product yeah so when we you know graduated college and we entered the world we had in our mind hey we want to do a value-added product using our family's organic dairy milk and we didn't quite know what that product was going to be so we stumbled around a lot we went down a lot of different avenues we were seriously considering cheese making and cheese products we were really excited about that but through connections, we, we strongly believe connections are everything. And as farmers, that is definitely true. Talking to people, picking up the phone, going to different organizations and functions and supporting your local community is, is everything. So we got talking as farmers do. And um, we kind of stumbled down the route of yogurt. And as we started down the route of yogurt, you know, we were thinking, let's do Greek yogurt. That's different. And then you know, we we create we found Icelandic style yogurt, and it just felt like the perfect combination for us because it is a niche market. It's becoming trendy. It's it's better for you product because it really jam packs all the nutrients because it is a strain product. So it's it's full of yummy nutrients, and the consistency is uh, kind of the new trend right now with with how thick it is. So you can you can use it in recipes or you can um add it to your smoothies and it really adds a lot of consistency so it was kind of like whoa all these connections kind of stumbled down the right path until we found organic scary yogurt and it was it was a calling for us we felt like hey let's do this yeah yes no i, w I wanted to ask i'm kind of curious when did you actually make your first batch 
we made our first test batch in November of so last, last year. So of last yeah, year, okay. 2021. Um, and before that, there was about two years of planning. And we got a team together. We um, worked with Kitchen Table Consultants, and they helped us build a business plan. Uh, we reviewed it with our family on the farm. And then we we hit the gas pedal and we started to rock and roll. Um, we have a great team now that, you know, just helps us understand how to enter this market, helps us, you know, like we're doing a lot with obviously fulfilling the orders, logistics, and we're, we're, we're learning a lot every day. And we're very thankful for the team. But it was a lot of work to, to get here, especially on the planning side of things. Um, yeah, we told sure. our family that we were going to make skier and they were like, what? <laughs> Skirt? Yeah. What the heck is that? We're like, it's just yeah. really good nutrient dense yogurt, dad. Like that's, that's what we're making. So yeah. Yeah. It is a competitive market though. Um, you know, cause if you go into a grocery store, I mean, there's yogurts everywhere. Skier yogurt is one of them. Greek yogurt, of course, Giovanni's a big one in this region. So, you know, um, t tell me about, you know, did you have any hesitations going into this? I mean, knowing that there was, that there was going to be a lot of, a lot of competition you were going to face? No, we actually did not. <laughs> we had a lot of people that had a lot of, um, a lot of hesitation because of exactly what you said. Hey, it's a highly saturated market. You know, yogurt, yogurt space on a shelf is, it's, it's one of the hardest things to get into a store because of the limited space in the refrigerator. Um, but we just felt like, hey, the world is really looking for transparency. You know, where are the raw, you know, materials, the raw ingredients coming from? Well, we can tell the story all the way down to the grass that the cows are eating. And so yeah, people want to know where their food is coming from. So we we had faith um, and we didn't cut corners when it came to the way that we're making our yogurt. We have mm -hmm. a premium yogurt that is extra cost on our side tremendously. So we have 6% milk fat yogurt. So, you know, that's double cream. That's an additional cost. We have, it's lactose free so that more people can enjoy dairy. We want to make dairy cool again. We don't want to give people another excuse not to consume dairy. I mean, we're dairy farmers, you know, so yeah. we made it lactose free. Well, that's an additional cost. We, we also have um, real high quality fruits that we put in. Uh, we have high quality milk. We source our own milk, obviously, from our family's dairy farm, as well as other farms in our area. So we, right. we put in that extra thought. And we also have billions of probiotics. Well, that's an extra cost. So anyways, what I'm trying to say is we, you know, people want the option to have a, a food that they completely know what's in it and where it's coming from. And I guess we just, we have a lot of faith um, that it'll work out. And we just kept, we didn't have doubt, you know, we just kept pushing along and doing what we, we had to do <laughs> to, yeah, sure. to get us there. Sure, sure, sure. Now, you know, I'm kind of interested, maybe some people who are, who are on the production side of this, did you have to do anything in terms on the production side with your animals? Did you have to feed them differently or anything to get the kind of you know, milk, butter, fat that you wanted or anything else that you wanted in that milk? Did you have to change that side of the business at all? We no. have, yeah, like Steph said, no. We're very lucky that we grew up with a farm that's, you know, constantly changing, Look at it, looking at trends. And so while we, you know, we're trying to create our value-added product, 
we knew, you know, I went to school for animal science at Iowa State University, and I was proud of what our family farm does here. We have crossbred cows. We have a high milk fat because of that. We graze on our pasture land. We feed primarily a grass-based diet um, with a with some extra nutrients sprinkled on top for mm-hmm. reasons that, you know, we we want healthy, healthy cows that can travel long distances and that can provide nutrient-dense milk. And so it was easy for us to say, hey, we want exactly that milk, and we're proud of you guys for doing it exactly that way. Our, our dad, our two uncles are a part of the farm, along mm-hmm. with our two brothers and our cousin. Um, and we're just we're very excited about what they're doing. And so mm-hmm. we are taking their very high nutrient-dense milk and turning it into the high nutrient-dense yogurt. So what they're doing is phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. And what's interesting, Stephanie, correct me if I'm wrong, you actually live in Lidditz now which is, you know, a good two and a half, three hours away from your family farm, right? Three and a half hours. Three and a half. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but three and a half. Still, mm-hmm. but, but, but you're still keeping the connection to the family farm, which I find, you know, I find really cool. Yeah, well, I that's what happens when you fall in love. I'd rather live on the family farm, but there's two people. So I am in Lidditz, Pennsylvania, and it is, um, yeah, three and a half hours away. I actually um, travel up there a couple times a month to, to mm-hmm. be – you know, I have two daughters and, and I want them to be at the farm as much as possible. So we, I had no doubt that I would come back to the farm and, you know, in my own way and, um, and be a part of it because I don't want to do anything else, but to be a part of, you know, this, this thing that our family has dedicated themselves to for since 1941 it's just in our blood at this point so you know there's a lot of hurdles to get to get where you're going and uh you just deal with them as they come up so sure no absolutely and and Haley do you still live on the farm yeah I'm here right now looking out my window as we record this podcast at the calves and at the milking barn and yeah I I live right here and this is this is exactly where I wanted to be. It's it's kind of isolated. We are about a mile up on a dirt road on top of a hill, but yet in a valley still. So we're covered with um, rolling hills all around us and a lot of pasture land. So it is very isolated. Stephanie says uh, we grew up talking to only our cows and our cousins. And I, <laughs> I found that peaceful. So I can still get out and travel and, and see the world. And then I can come back to this, uh, this special life that, that we have here. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. You know, it, like you said, it took a couple years to really get this going and, and to get to your first test batch. Um, what were the biggest hurdles you faced and what were the biggest things, what were the biggest challenges you faced in those two years that you really had to overcome to get to your first batch? I would like to start because I think it's just the time that it takes to do every single step. You know, we have to make sure that, you know, we developed with our food scientists, we developed a recipe for this yogurt. Well, just testing the yogurt and testing what uh, flavors that we wanted. And if there's a little blueberry or a lot of blueberry, a little bit of lemon in the blueberry lemon or more lemon or what kind of sugar do we want in it? Like the product development took a long time. How much yogurt did you throw away? (laughs) Well, we we have a big family. Yeah. We hand donated to our entire community, to the Pennsylvania Farm Bureau meetings, um, the Dairy Center of Excellence meetings. So we took that yogurt trial runs and we passed it out to our community. And that part 
has been amazing because now that we finally launched, they were so excited and they were like a part of that community with us. So just doing that was a pretty awesome thing. The other thing is we launched during COVID. And so the supply chain when it came to cups or foils or just, um, oh, what is it called? Corrugate boxes. Yeah, boxes, just the supply chain is just so delayed because of COVID that it took a longer time than we assumed it would take and what a longer time than what is usually normal um, to get us really going in production. Mm -hmm. So that was something that we didn't, um, you know, I guess the biggest thing that we learned and the hardest thing was, hey, things come up almost every single day. And sure. instead of um, laying down and going belly up, like you just have to take a deep breath and you have to figure out how to get through it every single day um, sure. because challenges just just come up right when you're <laughs> least expecting them. Sure, sure, sure. How about from your standpoint, Stephanie? Um, you know, what, what, what do you think were the biggest hurdles that, that you saw to getting this thing going? Well, that was that was actually me talking. Oh, I'm sorry. Talk, I'm sorry. So I'll, I'll let Haley talk. Haley, I apologize. <laughs> Um, I agree with Stephanie. It was all about supply chain and figuring out, you know, what we needed and what we needed to overcome. And then after we created that, it was okay. Now that we have this great product and we, we, you know, we went through like a hundred renditions of our label based on what people wanted. And then after it, like getting it certified and going through the agencies, so they would get back to us their opinion. And then, you know, we'd have to keep changing it just with our label. So once we created the actual product, it's now we face the challenge of, all right, how do we sell it? What are the first steps? We have this yogurt and we have to make a minimum amount. How do we, you know, get it to the right hand so then we can start selling it? But once we, you know, once we made the first connections and we've hired great resources and people who are already in the industry to help kickstart our, our business with us, we were, you know, we're able to just get our story out there and tell you tell why we're different. And since then it's kind of been going pretty all right. What do you think about that, Stephanie? <laughs> no, I think that's good. We hired a, like, it's unknowns. Like you have to literally, we had no idea how to get into some of these major retailers or how to even start with distribution or anything. So we hired um, a great team that, you know, have years and years of experience um, through kitchen table consultants to um, help us, you know, with sales, help us with operations, help us with setting up a whole company organization that can really propel national um, and make sure that we're not totally tripping over ourselves. But it, it was about, you know, one of the first things somebody told us was you either going to pay with mistakes or you can pay experts to help you, you know, so we, we found, we knew right off the bat, like, Hey, let's, if we don't, let's not pretend we know how to do this, all of this, you know, everyone has their different specialties and their, their areas that they excel at. Let's hire the people that excel at the certain areas we need to get this business off the ground. Very smart. Very smart. We noticed that right away and we did not skip a beat. We just kept calling people until someone answered and someone agreed to work with us. Sure. And so where is the yogurt actually made? The yogurt is made in um, Reykjavik Creamery in Carlisle, near Carlisle, Pennsylvania. Okay. 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 
We teamed up with a 10th generation Icelandic yogurt maker. So he's been making yogurt for generations and we have, you know, been taking care of our cows and producing great dairy for generations. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm so proud. I mean, just listening to you and talking to you, I mean, this is, you know, a great feat that you actually achieved that you were able to get off the ground like this. You know, it's difficult for anybody to, to get a business going and, and here you two have got, have done it. Um, what sort of feedback have you gotten from your family? I mean, how can important I, was that, was that support from your, from your family? Can I start first, Steph, and then you can? Yeah. Of course. Well, that was perfect what she just said. It was everything because it is, it is everything. You know, the reason we're producing this yogurt is to connect consumers to our farm, but it's also to bring the world back to our farm, Stephanie likes to say. And that's because, you know, they're here and they're doing such great things. And it's just really important for us to tell their story. And they recognize that it's important and they're proud. They're proud that we're, we're saying it. They're proud when we put a picture of, our nephew on the internet, you know, eating, eating the yogurt and seeing how much they like it. We're telling their story. We're telling our family history story. And they know that this will help, you know, make the farm sustainable for generations to come. So all of our next generation will have a place to run barefoot up the dirt road and to go milk cows and to uh, work with their parents, their mom and dad riding in the tractors or feeding the calves and they can enjoy that lifestyle in the future. And our family members all recognize that we're doing it for the greater picture, which is to create sustainability and to bring awareness to farming and, and to our farm. And we're, we're just very lucky to have the support of them and to be able to see their excitement when they tell them, when we tell them what's going on next with our business sure, and, sure. and their business too. Sure. You know, if I'm if I was a young farmer listening to this podcast, I think one of the first things that I that I'd want the host me to ask is, oh, uh, give me some advice. You know, what kind of <laughs> advice can you give me? Uh, I want to start a business of my own. You know, I come from a family farm and I want to start something. You know, what advice would you give a young farmer? You know, prospective young farmer who wants to do this sort of thing, especially in the value added space. Mm-hmm. Um, pick up the phone. And don't be scared to make calls and ask where to start, you know, (laughs) like make calls, ask your family if they have any connections to grants um, that, you know, we started with the Dairy Center of Excellence. They helped us get our first grant to get our first consultant. You know, we really just kept asking people, like even with um, our co-packer, we kept asking around until we found one that was perfect for us. So it's about not being scared to to put yourself out there and to to ask questions to people who know a lot more people and that, you know, know answers maybe that you would never even dream of. So and just to keep going, like everything seems like it's just a boulder to get through. You know, there's a reason why it's hard to start a business because it's hard to start a business. It's just really hard. And so just, you know, you're a farm kid, right? Like if you grew up on a farm, you know what hard work is. Like you can, you got this, you can do it. Just don't be scared to ask, reach out to people. They're, they really help more than you think that they might. I would say the exact same thing. Just remember that everyone and everything is a connection. If you if you have your heart set like, oh, I really want to talk to this person, it'll completely change the direction. 
I feel like that's the least person you actually have to talk to, like stumble around and talk to everyone because every single person, every single thing is a connection and could, could bring you somewhere else. And we've realized just by reaching our hand out to everyone, you know, and being open minded, that's really helped us, you know, get some of these questions answered or form questions that we didn't even know were questions. Um, and then additionally, once you make those connections and you get advice and resources, take that with an open mind and a grain of salt because they'll tell you things um, that you don't want to hear or maybe things that they they believe and it might not necessarily resonate with you or might not be what you need to do. So take it all in and then pick and choose, you know, and just go down a bunch of paths. Don't just have your mind set on one. Right. That's great advice. So where again can we find Painterland Sisters yogurts? Oh, it sounds so good. You can go to our website, painterlandsisters.com. That's the first place to visit. And there's a where to buy button. Once you go to that where to buy, it'll have a list of all the different locations we're in. We also uh, have a great newsletter that we keep up to date. And so we can connect you when we're in an area near you and give you the latest on our farm and our journey. And we love social media. It's a way for us to connect with you. So please follow us on different platforms like Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, if you have it, LinkedIn and Pinterest. So whatever you have, we probably have a channel for it. And we just are looking forward to, to meeting you on those sites and our website and our newsletter. Painterlandsisters.com. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, Stephanie Haley, thanks very much. I appreciate it. And good luck with this with this business of yours. Um, I might just I'm actually going to Giant right after this is done. So I'm going to I'm going to look for some of your yogurt. So. All right. So much. Send us a selfie. <laughs> I will. I definitely will. All right. Thank you very much. We really appreciate you having us on. Thanks to Stephanie and Haley for joining me this week. You can find out more about their Icelandic skier yogurt on their website and on social media. We have links in the episode page, so please be sure to check that out. Thanks for listening this week. I'm Chris Torres, and we'll see you next time.